And we are live again. We're back for the Mike and Hassan show. It's your boy, Mike. It's Hassan. What's up, people? And uh, we're back with another episode. Be back in the building. Yep. Um, Mike, my dog, what's up, man? How you been? Shit, bro. Just out here. Out here gaming. That's what I've been on. I've been back on my gaming grind. Um, The new consoles came out. I was fortunate enough to grab the Series X. Uh, so, you know, that's that's been my life, you know, gaming, a little bit of sleep here and there, you know. Who needs, who needs sleep when you got Xbox? You feel me? You know, work my yeah. shift and then uh, back on the game. What you been playing? A little bit of everything, bro. Um, mostly the stuff that they they optimize for the for the new system. Um, they recently optimized Halo Gears. Um, they're going to do Destiny. Destiny's coming up. Destiny 2. Um, so, yeah, bro, just a little bit of everything just to see how everything's running. All right, I feel it. Real quick, shout out to all the gamers. Shout out to the gamers in our fan base, which I think is a good chunk of our fan base because most of our fan base is the homies. So, shout out you. Um, What's up I with you, bro? It- um, take a little time off of work, but uh, just really been in the house, mostly just trying to, you know, stay out the way, um, gaming, reading. Uh, today I didn't do much of either. I've actually watched a couple movies today, so um, let me real quick. I watched Ocean's Eleven. Hey. I watched I watched Bloodsport, which for those who don't know, that's like an older '80s, not a kung fu movie, but it was like a it was like an American version of a Kung Fu movie. It was pretty interesting. And then um, right before we got on recording, I was watching Platoon. I've not seen Platoon, but it's looking like a Vietnam movie. So, you know, been all over the place. So just kind of, yeah, just kind of been like staying low key. Um, yeah. On the, on the topic of shows, actually, or things to watch, uh, I actually want to just recommend something to the viewers. Uh, if you have Hulu, I watched the uh, Wu Tang Clan American Saga, so Man. that's just like a. That, you seen it? Yeah, bro. That's okay. the one. That's that was the nice. one. Hey, that was we, nice. we just dropped a gem on y'all. If y'all haven't seen that and you have Hulu, you're slipping. If you got Hulu, you need to give that a watch. And if you're a fan of hip hop, yeah, a fan of hip hop, and if you, I mean, like for me, I'm a big fan of like crime drama, so shows like The Wire, Narcos, things like that. If you like that style of show, then you would also like uh, Wu-Tang Clan on Hulu. It's Grady. Take it to the, to the streets. Speaking of the streets real quick, I'm, I'm about to bounce around topics real quick. Are you about to watch the Gucci Mane, Jeezy uh, versus? Of course, bro. Come on, you already know, man. That's, that's a beef for the ages, bro. Like, them two hey. niggas really don't fuck with each other, and I love it, because they really bout it. These is two street niggas out here battling about some real shit. Real quick, I, I don't know the exact drama. I've been kind of, like, getting filled in via Twitter, so I and I guess these are quote, quote allegations. Gucci Mane killed Jeezy's homeboy? Hey, bro, look, we on the airwaves. Quote, quote, allegations. I ain't, I ain't, you know. I mean, I is that the, is you know is, is that is that the rumor? I, I I could tap in with Gucci right now. I could, you know, he could let you. Hey, know bro, he ain't he ain't, he ain't do it. Hey, bro, get Gucci on the phone. But uh, Jeezy homie, it, it, you know, he died. Okay, so allegedly, well, okay, Jeezy homie did die, and allegedly Gucci Mane or his camp had something involved. In such alleged accident. Hey, look, bro. That's that's what the web is saying. You know, that's what that's the what the web is. That's what that's what the Twitter streets saying. But you I need to know what the I need to know what the streets saying. Hey, bro. Look, the streets is saying that Jeezy homie got whacked. Then we just leave it at that. Okay, for sure. So they really got a legitimate beef, not no rapper beef. They got a, beef. A street nigga beef. They got beef. And they're gonna come together. For a sim, I guess you can't say a rap battle because I know it's just like songs they've already done, so it's not a live rap battle. But they're gonna battle. They're gonna go and, track for track. 
Okay. I I seen I already seen some like some disses on Twitter already, so Gucci been dissing Jeezy. Apparently Freddie Gibbs is involved. I'm not sure what Freddie Gibbs has to do with the whole thing, but he's been dissing Jeezy too. Who's on Jeezy's side? I feel like everyone's coming for Jeezy right now. I don't even know. I'm not gonna lie, as a I like Jeezy, I like Gucci, but Gucci got way more hits than Jeezy. Yeah, no disrespect to Jeezy. They both legends. But I'm I'm more of a Gucci fan. There's been a there's a lot of Gucci in my iPhone and I didn't even know I like I didn't even realize I like Gucci that much until I realized there's a lot of Gucci man in my phone. Well, Gucci has a lot of music too, so it's easy to have a lot of Gucci music. Gucci got at least 150 tapes. At least Fuck. 20 albums. God damn. Like that man be he was dropping shit when he was locked up. And then he came out, got fit, and dropped some more shit. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna give Gucci credit. I have never seen a body transformation like Gucci May. He still might be a clone. Because he's not a clone. Because he was out there with the the belly belly with the the neck fat. He was so fat like he couldn't even speak. He couldn't even like open up his vocal cords because he was so much fat there. Then all of a sudden he looking like a fitness model. Like what in the hell? Yeah, the homie went from not even being able to drop a 16 coherently to lifting trucks. Man, but I need to... Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's Gucci, man. Mike, he he yeah, had Mike. a whole transformation, too. Not even just, like, a body transformation. Because like, there's an interview. I don't mean to cut you off, but there's, like, you, an interview you think? Uh, when he was fresh out of prison. And he was talking about his transformation, and he was talking about how his wife is the one who's really the one that, like, pushed him to do better for himself, you know? And cause she really held it down while he was away. And then like to see him bounce back like that from being so low, you know, that's that's a real heat ass story right there, bro. You gotta, you gotta fuck with Gucci. If you didn't fuck with Gucci before, you gotta fuck with Gucci now. No, that's real talk, that's real talk. I think even like, if you listen to Gucci, no, they, I remember like in one of his albums, when he first got out, and the the line between Apple and Mixtape's boy, I can't remember which one it was, but he was even talking about like how he was like a legit drug addict, like smoking, like drinking a hella lean per day, smoking hella weed per day, popping pills, and he lucky to be alive. I think he even said that he was lucky to be alive. Like he, he said, said that, yeah. He said he said jail saved his life because he got him clean. What I was about to say, bro, I'm a I'm a okay fit dude, but if I'm trying to get right, right, do I need to go to do I need to go to jail? I gotta do some time. I mean, like, I don't, I don't want to do like a lot of time, but like a cool six months. Get my body right. Come, come right for the summer. Fresh, <laughs> fresh out of, the, fresh out the pandemic. Come I was out. Just about to say the, cor- the Corona bounce back. <laughs> the corona, hey, bro. Hey, that's heat. Summer twenty twenty one. Hopefully, if we out Corona, I'm coming right. You just, just gotta get, you just gotta get a, a small, I, a small case, a small crime. Yeah. Like I gotta go literally steal some candy from a baby. I gotta. I don't know, bro. Watch me do some shit. I, I think I'm gonna get six months. I get six years. I'm gonna chill. I ain't built that way. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie on the airways. I ain't built that way. Hey, bro. I'm not afraid to say it. Jail's a scary place. Man, if you've been in jail, uh, say what up in the comments. Look, Let the, the people know. Look, bro, I've only heard stories, and uh, I know I'm not built, bro. And I'm a skinny nigga too, bro. So yeah, it's definitely not for me, bro. See, you you can go in there, and you can you can you can kind of get swole. You already swole. You know what I'm saying? But if you work out for a month straight, ain't nobody gonna fuck with you, bro. You gonna bro, be I cut? Heard, I heard the niggas up. I heard the biggest rule is this: you just gotta fight. That's what I'm saying. You just gotta fight. Like it like I mean, I guess it matters if you win or lose, but not fighting, you definitely lost. Again, if you've been to jail, say what up in the comments. Yeah. Give us some give us some prison advice. If we if 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 I get locked up on some BS because the man is trying to get me, you know, what what advice 
Because I or the viewers, who knows? Some of the viewers might be about that life. What are some what are some tips they need to survive jail? Drop them in the comments. Mike and Hassan show. Mike and Hassan. Uh, but yeah, just after Gucci. Um, so yeah, they got like legit beef. Legit. So I wonder how this versus is gonna go, bro. Like, are they in the same room? Or are they just in different? Like, are they just on live in their own respective studios? I'm almost certain they're gonna be in their own little studio. Because if they in the same, yeah, if they the same. They might, have to throw hands. they might have to throw hands if they're in the same room. Right, and then you're going to have both of their teams there. Those are the ones who really be about it. Rappers don't fight. You feel me? You know, let them social distance. Fuck it. All right, Mike. If we were beefing, bro, and you had your team and I have my team, and I know some of our team intersects, who's winning that fight? My team is going to be full of all real niggas, first and foremost. Your mm. team is going to have some real niggas too, though. So it's going to be real nigga versus real nigga. So we're going to have to see if the realist prevails. Because sometimes the realist nigga don't always win. Sometimes it's just the real nigga. I'm dropping bars out here, man. If you, Mike if you, if, if, Mike if, you follow, if you followed that, you know I'm dropping bars. <laughs> Mike and Hassan show. <laughs> let's hope let's hope we don't beef. But hey bro, I got a I got some other homies who podcast. We might need to start a podcast beef. I'm talking podcast to you. Beef I don't know, but I'm talking to you, Sal and Ryan. At too loud, Sal and Ryan. You think you guys funny? I'm not gonna diss them on the air. Them the homies. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the homies. <laughs> Shout out to the homies, too loud, Sal and Ryan. Hey, the real talk, I got a a good amount of – actually, I'll say one good thing about 2020. People really got in their bag this year, us included. Like, I got multiple homies who started podcasts. A lot of people got their clothing line. Um, one of the the homies um, – I guess he's, he's – you probably know him better than me. You know, Reg, he started his own business. Um. Shoot, I think everyone got a bikini line now. It's been a, it's been, a, it's been a year to hustle. Like, it was like, I know Twitter was making all these jokes of start your business with that Trump check, and I'm not gonna lie, people did start businesses. It's beautiful to see. Um, it's good to see that people are out here turning the negative into a positive. Black businesses too, young black, black businesses. businesses. Most of us in our our twenties getting so to it. Gotta, we just gotta go out there and support everybody. If you got a black homie that's starting a business, go ahead and buy a t-shirt, buy a mug, shit, bend clothing. You know what I'm saying? Go buy, go buy whatever they selling. Support your homie. Show them that you that you care. Show them that you love what they doing. Because we could be out here bullshitting, bro, but we out here doing some real shit. Don't start beef. Sometimes you got to start beef. Yeah. Yeah. I, I almost had beef with this one bitch. I'm sorry. I don't want to call her a bitch. But I did call her a bitch. And... <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, bro. If you're comfortable sharing with the people, what happened? Um. All right, man. So... Without uh, revealing too much information. Exclusive interview. Without, without On the Mike and Hassan show. Mike got beat with a bitch. Without, without giving out too much info, this is a work altercation. Mm. Um, and this is, everyone knows that I work in the, the banking industry. So there's a lot, and, and, I'm, and I, I just moved to a, a different bank. So there's a hey. lot of new procedures and policies that are in place that I have to follow. Wait, per my last email beef, go on. I had to get that in there. Per my last email beef, yeah, you're a fool for that one, bro. You're a fool for that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's a lot of new shit that I got to learn. And I'm going to have questions. So I'm asking Shorty, I'm like, hey, yo, what's this? How do I do this? Woop-de-woop-de-woop. Because, you know, if you make an error, that's so tough to bounce back from. You know what I'm work, saying? You work in a bank. There, there's no room for error. 
exactly you know what i'm saying you have to have attention to detail to the max at all times so i'm out here asking questions you know just trying to get more information just trying to get better at my job because this is i'm fresh out of training or i was fresh out of training when this happened i was fresh out of training maybe like a week or two you hmm. know what i'm saying so i'm like all right i'm gonna ask questions and she starts getting irritated and then eventually she just like just says something hella rude to me, bro. New guy. Right. She's like, oh, this, this motherfucker, he's asking me all these questions. And then, all right, so whatever. So she gets rude with me. And I said, Hey, I was like, you don't gotta I was like, you gotta you gotta stop acting like a bitch. I just said it straight up. Damn, at work? At work. I was cause I was pissed this day. I was bro, <laughs> I I was having a horrible day and I was just trying to bounce back. And she was acting like a bitch, and it just slipped out. I couldn't hold that one. I usually filter myself, but I couldn't hold that one. I said, hey, hey man, stop acting like a bitch. Hey, hey, bro, shoot. You might get a call from HR. Hey, bro, I'm glad I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, how long ago was this? This had to have been, like, three weeks ago. Is she black? She Latina. She met, She might let you slide. You said that to a white – you said that to a Karen – a young Karen. That and that, and you know that's that's why you know I wasn't afraid to let it out. She might have been acting Karen. like a you might be acting, she might be acting like a B, but she probably might be cool. She's not because I had another coworker who said that she was glad that I said that. Damn. Oh, see, you got people on your side. So I was low, I was a hero. <laughs> I I came in and saved the day. <laughs> Damn. So yeah. Hey, beef. If, if you if you listening to the Mike and Hassan show, and you the toxic person at your job, stop being a bitch. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. I haven't had too many beefs at work. I've had some people get under my skin. And the only thing I could think of what the fuck do they get from? What do they get? From, what do you gain from getting under my skin? Some people like that shit, bro. I don't I don't know what's up with them. I don't know, bro. When I approach people, I'll be trying to make not saying I can do it all the time, because you know, I'd be I'd be doing my moves, but like if I approach somebody, I'm either trying to like help them or make them happy. Like not you know, not in like a overly people pleasing way, but you know, I'm just trying to crack jokes when I talk to people. I ain't trying to go out my way to piss people off. I never understood that. Well, a lot of people they be miserable, so they just want to make people miserable too. That's the way I look at it. Hey, if you a hater, you can't listen to the Mike and Hassan podcast. No, I want you to listen to the Mike and Hassan podcast. I want you to hate on the podcast. Spew hate on our name. Put our name on, on the internet. Talk shit about us. We see you. Bro, bro we, okay, I mean, we see I don't you. know. I, I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take haters for the podcast. I want all the haters we can get. But I just mean, if you just a hater in life, what the fuck are you doing? Like, who just like, man, I'm gonna wake up today, cut people off in traffic, be rude to Starbucks lady, fuck with my coworkers, get on the internet, start spewing hate. Like, that's why you ain't got no bitches. <laughs> that's why you ain't got no bitches, because you a hater. Bitches don't like haters. Unless they hating ass bitch, mm. like like the one you had at work. Hey, it'd be like that, bro. Hey, bro, you better hope she don't find this podcast. Watch this be the one episode she watched. Like, let me see what Mike talking about. I hope so. <laughs> and if you listening, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Start dissing people on the podcast. <laughs> what are we rappers now? Mike, besides work, have you ever had a an experience with just a, a hater or just someone you ha- you had beef with? Um, I'm actually I'm I'm a pretty cool dude. I think most people will tell you that I'm pretty easygoing. I don't really be, I, I try to stay out the way. I don't really be bugging people much, so I don't really be having beef like that. The only time I have beef is when I take a nigga bitch. That's the only time. Hmm. Cause then they start hating on me, but I'm like, hey, bro, like, why you mad at me? 
but I'm not even the one that shot the shot. So Damn. that's the only time I really have beef. What right. about you, bro? You be you be you be out here beefing? Uh I have this one story. I won't go into full details. Uh-oh. But it was Uh-oh. back in no, no, it wasn't even my beef. I got I got tied into someone else's beef. Uh-oh. I don't might tell, tell me, you... Don't tell me I, you tried to save a hoe. Never that. Okay. I might tell you in more detail off the air, because it's funny. The person who started, you actually know. Interesting. But but I ain't going to name drop on the Mike and the Song podcast. But long story short, back in college, I just had some friends from out of town, which was Pasadena come visit me in college. You know, it was like homecoming weekend. So we just partying, drinking, bouncing the house party to house party. I'm drunk, minding my business. I wake up one day and, you know, the friends who visit was gone. But long story short, one of them, while we was at a party, robbed some dudes of weed. Of weed. Of weed. Okay. He still robs some dudes. I guess he just kind of just swiped it, put it in his hoodie, whatever. Somehow them dudes tracked him to my my apartment and found out he was my homie. And they threatened me. They threatened me and my roommate was like, yo, this your boy? Me not not really knowing. Like, oh, yeah. Like, well, your boy done stole from us. So you owe us money. It was it was kind of directed at me, my roommate, and my other homie, who I guess kind of also knew them. And it was some white boys. I didn't take it seriously. And what was funny, because like I said, I was I was drinking. I didn't really realize at the time how harsh they were threatening us. You know, me being, you know, drum dunking young, they were like, oh yeah, man, we're gonna come back, we're gonna come back with hammers and da da da. And in my mind at the time, not really thinking, I'm like, these niggas gonna pull up with like some 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 hammers and what like break my door or some shit. Okay, that's, when you say hammers, you mean actual hammers, not a, at not a... at the time. I thought they meant literal hammers. Okay, and then you're and then <laughs> and then I realized, and then later I was like, did these niggas say they're gonna shoot me? They were some some weird some weird dorky looking wannabe frat white boys, so. They might have, and the way he said hammers, like he said it like, a, we'll show up with hammers. I'm like, this nigga, Bob the Builder, going to break down my door? No, but he, I guess he was trying to say guns, but it did not sound intimidating the way he, he said He really it. might pull up with an actual hammer. They were white boys. They might have, they might have had a few. Anyways, so they were like, we're going to give you a week, better have our money, yada, yada. We, show, we showed up in a week. And I swear to God, bro, we had a whole little Mexican standoff. It was like three of them and three of us. We showed up. I kid you not. We we over here smacking fists. Somehow I grabbed a, a skateboard, bro. Like we really showed up like it was like a, a duel. And like, you know, like again, I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not the most street dude. I'm like, we ain't gonna fight. This ain't about no shit. Again, I ain't going to tell the whole story, but we, we had a standoff. We had an exchange of words. I think we gave them a little bit of money, and we went our separate ways. But when I say we were, like, on the verge of, like, throwing blows, because we all I – I don't think no guns were around, but we all brought some type of something with us, it was like that. In the, in the, in the parking lot of my apartment building in college – dealing with some drunk white boys. When you say a standoff, <laughs> it's, Bro, it's, I, like, it's like in the parking lot. I automatically, I don't know if, if you've seen it or if the viewers, if y'all follow me, but uh, I think the anchor man. <laughs> Bro, it was that, it was that type think, of standoff. I swear to God, it, it was the anchor man standoff. That's exactly, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Yo. Hey, shout out to the homie. I'll drop this one name. Shout out to the homie Ryan, because he was there. And I kid you not, like Ryan's a current Marine now. Ryan scared the shit out of these dudes. Like just the way he talked to them, because Ryan knows MMA and like Ryan just don't give a fuck. He Ryan basically scared the motherfuckers off. I'm gonna be real with you. Damn. But we re- we really pulled up to a standoff. Yeah. And I it wasn't until later that I was that I not realized how serious that shit was, but. 
yeah, we got we got they they threatened they threatened us, showed them to a standoff, and we won. There you go, real nigga prevailed. I I had a real one on the squad. I mean, I was there too, but I'll, I'm gonna give props to the homie. He was ready. He was about it. About it. You always gotta have that one person in a group who's like slightly crazy that really might actually pop off on a motherfucker. So it's good that you had that person with you. Oh yeah, I had that person. Yeah, you you want to keep one of those. Yeah. Um. So that's I think that's the only legit beef I had. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I had a standoff. I didn't even think how. Now that I'm really reminiscing, it was way more serious than I thought it was. My man had the Anchorman standoff. Somebody was about to be lit on fire. <laughs> Showed up with random weapons, bro. I had a skateboard ready to clock, to clock somebody, the bro. He had a mace in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and the other, and the nigga pulls up with an actual hammer. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm sh- I'm sure there's some people who don't know uh, a hammer is slang for a gun, so. If you didn't catch that one. Because apparently at the time, I didn't even catch that one. That's funny. Yeah, other than that, bro, uh, just not minor beefs, but like looking back at life, I had people hating on me like, and the crazy thing is, they were friends. Or semi-friends or associates or teammates. And just what I what I just like, looking back in life, they would do any, not just directly towards me, but they were just the type of people like who always wanted to bring like, like your confidence down. Like if you had something going good for you or just like you was feeling good, like, like don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, you can joke and you can clown, but like, like when you, when you really look at it, like they was really trying to bring me down, especially around girls. I had, I I do try to hate on me in front of girls and that's some real player hater shit. Dang. Niggas is going outside like that. Man, you hate to see it, bro. Hate to see it, bro. See, I was young then too, so I didn't like again. I didn't know what was going on. Now I'm, I'm older. I'm like these hating ass niggas. It, like, it's funny that you say that because I always have those moments where I replay situations in my head, and I'm like, damn, like maybe I should have said this instead, or like, damn, maybe I should have did this or you know something along those lines um and oftentimes I I don't I don't live with regrets I don't want to say that like I regret some of these things that I've done because I mean like at the end of the day all those experiences that we have and like all the things that we do in those moments not only are they learning moments but they kind of like shape who we are so like sometimes I'm like damn I should have said this and then maybe I would have been with this girl or like Sometimes I'm like, maybe I should have, I should have fought this nigga or like whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, I had a, I had a minor beef actually now that I think about it. It was, it was a one-sided beef. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but it so happened. You, so, so you had beef. I, he had beef with me. Well, he had beef with my shorty in particular, this, this dude. Oh, Cause we on. pull up, we pull up to the Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Shorty's behind the wheel. I'm in the passenger. And she cuts off this nigga at the Walmart or whatever. <laughs> and and he honks at her. And she's the, fact like, you said, the fact you said, I already know who it is. I'm not going to say her name. I already know like, who it is. She's like, man, fuck you. Woo-dee, 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 woo. All this shit, bro. And then we park. We sit in the car for a second. And the nigga pull up to the car. He comes <laughs> to my door. And then... I get out the car. I'm like, I'm like, what's up, man? And then he's like, uh, he's like, oh, he's like, does your girl got a problem? He's like, do you got a problem with me? And then this nigga, he flashes his, uh, he got like a little Glock on his hip or something. And then mm. he flashes his Glock. He's Texas. like, do we, he's like, do we got a problem? And I was just like, look, man, I'm like, she just having a bad day, bro. Just leave us alone, bro. And he was like, all right, well, you better watch your shorty or whatever, whatever. I was like, all right, bro, whatever, just get out of here. And then that nigga went into the Walmart. Did you go into Walmart too after that? I still went into Walmart. I ain't, look, man, I ain't no bitch. I'm still gonna <laughs> get my I'm still gonna get my shopping done. I just ain't had a strap to match. Nigga, you, you should have you you you, you should have found him in store and cut should have cut him off with your cart, like ha ha nigga. Bitch ass nigga. <laughs> 
<laughs> that nigga would have went off in the Walmart. Damn. Ain't that what happened to Boosie? Or no, that happened to to Benny. Benny the butcher. I, I heard someone was trying to snatch his chain and he got shot. Okay, yeah, that's what happened to Benny. I think it was Boosie that got that got popped in the Walmart then in Texas. I think they were both at Walmart. I, I, that must be a thing. You will get popped at Walmart in, in Texas. Texas. Yeah, that's crazy. Hate to see it. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I've, I've never had beef, but I, for some reason, I do be around people that do be having beef, and they be having mm. the, they, they be having like the dumbest beef. Like, oh, so and so looked at me wrong, or so and so made a joke, and I didn't like the joke. Sometimes they didn't even get the jokes. So that's why they took it wrong. I'm just thinking, like, yeah, again, I'm a, I'm a real easygoing dude. So, if you got beef with me, you got a problem. And I think the scariest type of beef is when two women are beefing. Women get you killed. Cause when women, cause when two women are beefing, bro, that's personal. Like some, with niggas, sometimes we just need, our, we just need a friendly one. You know what I'm saying? We just gotta settle it real quick, and then after that, we cool. We gonna dap it up. And we, and dude, we dude, dude, dudes have a beef off a of principle. Exactly. Women is personal. Women, women beef is scary. Like those, like those dudes from college. Like <laughs> they didn't really know me. They didn't have beef with me. But it was like, damn, someone stole our weed. We can't go out like bitches. I get that. They had to, they had to find somebody. But yeah, women beef. No, I trust me. I've, I've been with some home. Same thing. College homegirls. My group of homegirls had beef with a whole nother group of girls solely because they used to like the the both groups would would mean mug each other. They both would just look at each other crazy at the same house parties. Never had a conversation with each other and had a beef over just stares. And I I kid you not, at one point at one house party, again, I'm drunk as fuck, they had a fight. Somehow I was I wasn't in it, but I'm over here grabbing them away and trying to protect them. But I was I was in the mix up because they had beef with girls over some stairs. And I think at one point, you know, they just in the house party and one group was walking next to the other other group and they still mean mugging. Someone threw a punch. I don't know who to this day, but someone threw a punch. All next thing you know, it's a whole tussle. People falling in the blinds and breaking blinds. Have you ever seen some broken blinds at a at a college house? There was a fight there. Guaranteed. Every, guaranteed. That's the giveaway. Broken blinds. Bro, if you ever bro, if you ever go to someone's house and you see some randomly broken blinds, they had a fight right there. <laughs> Promise you. Hey uh that's the symbol for fights, broken blinds. But speaking of fights, speaking of fights, I remember randomly at Marshall, there would randomly be food fights like every other day at lunch. Like anyone who who went to Marshall knows, like there was like the north side and there was like the the south side and like whichever side you hung out on, like that was your crew. And then niggas would just like have random food fights. That's just, it, like kids, why, like why, why would we throw milk cartons around and shit? For fun, Yo, and, to ma- and to make a statement, like man, fuck you, milk carton to the to your brand new Jays. Damn, I was gonna say like, okay, for for those who remember, I was there for Marshall Middle School. I bounced for Marshall High School, but you know, for those who know, Marshall was a middle school and a high school. I remember randomly in middle school, there will always be talks like, hey man, there's gonna be a race war. It'd always be some like oh, some, niggas, some niggas and some Mexicans beefing. And oh, I never I never knew what the beef was about, but of course I had to be drafted in the nigga army. So just ready just to go. And I'm like, who are we beefing with? Because everyone Mexican. You gonna fight the whole school? Yeah, bro. You remember I know you remember that. I, I definitely remember that. Like I, we literally had no 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 no. I remember I remember why we had beef now. It was because uh, the Mexican homies would always like say nigga around this, and they would always like crack black jokes. And then one day we were just done. We were like, "Man, fuck y'all!" <laughs> <laughs> and we initiated a race war. 
bro, I, the funny part is, too, because, bro, like, I was in them, like, nerdy-ass AP classes, and them, them nerds be whispering, like, oh, there's going to be a waste race, where I'm like, I'm a, what? Like, who? Like, who told y'all this? Hey, news travels quickly in middle and high. Like, news travels quicker than Twitter in high school. Facts. So, man. That was, that was where quotes, tweets started. Yeah, on, a, on, on campus. I was going to say on the playground. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you, bro. When I got to middle school and there was no more playground, I was hurt. I missed the jungle gym. I ever, if I ever own my own business, I'm putting a, a jungle gym in there off principle. It's going to be an adult size jungle gym. Fuck the kids. Shoot, my, my job got a imaginary beef with our competitors. I'm not going to say the name of my job. If you know me, you know where I work. I'm going to just say I rent cars and there's another company that rent cars and as soon as you start working at my job, they start this this beef with the the other company like anytime their name get mentioned people are like oh and like oh man fuck them like that's on that's on the set i'm like the set bro we we work in corporate america nah bro i mean it'd be like that in my job too you know like if somebody comes in with like a like a chase bag or something you know what i'm saying like hey bro like fuck you why are you coming in here with that you, you repping that blue we repping that you know i'm not gonna say what color because that's gonna give it away even though there's more than one bank with that color, but yeah, if you're coming with a blue chase bag, bro, fuck you. Don't put bro, don't don't put your blue chase bag on my desk, bro. That's I'll, disrespectful. I'm like, bro, you got beef with D? I know I he got, work at Chase. Absolutely got beef with D. You know it. <laughs> He'll tell you himself. Banker beef. Banker beef. It's real. Again, if you got beef, or you got a good beef story. Drop in the comments. Uh, send us a. DM, if you want us to share, if you think it's hilarious, share it with us and we will bring it to the people if you got a beef story. Mike and Hassan Show. This episode is all about beef. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I had a few haters in my life, so I, I, could, I guess they not were Not even beef. just like your own beefs, but just like just beef in general, whether it's between two people, two companies, two, I don't know, foods. What's like, what's some, what's some epic beefs? I mean, I know we got like the the Xbox versus PlayStation beef going on right now. That's a strong beef. Strong beef. We have we have that beef in our group chat almost every day. Man, fuck them PlayStation niggas. Yeah, if you if you if you own PlayStation, bro, upgrade your life and get an Xbox, man. Just Love yourself. It. Just do it. Actually, better yet, because I we I know we're talking about Jeezy and Gucci. What beef does Freddie Gibbs have with Jeezy? I don't know. I, mean, I saw I'm, a, I'm a Freddie fan, and like I follow him on social media and everything. But I, I never seen. Is this like new beef? Like since they announced that versus Freddie Gibbs been talking shit about Jeezy. Mm. I, was, I was, and I didn't even know why. And then I think even like, because I know Jeezy just dropped a song and he was dissing somebody, but I don't think he said it by name. But people were saying, "Oh, he's referring to Freddie Gibbs." I'm like, "Wait, what are these niggas beefing about?" Jeezy dissed Freddie. About what? That's, that's a random beef. That's why I'm trying to get to the bottom of it, bro. Yeah. I be I be trying to really avoid celebrity gossip, but this one got me. Let me see. If we on beef, if we on beef, we got Megan versus Tory Lane's beef. Is that beef though? I mean, someone got I shot. That's, that's like fan beef. I mean, someone got shot, so. Something happened. Also, have you really met like a Tory Lanez fan? Like, yeah, you might know people who kind of like his music, but like a real Tory fan? Like, Megan got fans. Does Tory really got fans like that? Um, I actually knew a girl that she was like a diehard Tory Lanez fan. She she like knew all his albums. Mm. She like knew all his songs, and she like she had him as like his her wallpaper. Like, she was a real Tory fan. That was, like, the only person that I can think of. Okay, but since that whole Megan Tory thing, did she, is she still defending Tory? Or is she like, nah, I can't, I can't ride with this one? I don't even know, Brett. That was, that was a while back. That was a couple of years ago. 
man. So I think uh, I think if they really do got a beef, because like I know when like Kanye and Fifty had beef, they were like, let's see who sells more albums. So it's like if Megan takes that approach, I think she'll win the beef. Oh, I, I know she's about to drop her album tomorrow. I think so. She's about like I know Tori dropped an album describing his story. She's about to kill his his numbers. Because trust me, like I think after the week of release, nobody was talking about Tory's album, and I mean, I heard some other celebrities say it was a good album, but I ain't gonna listen to it. Yeah, I'm I'm we, not a Tory fan. We protect black women on the Mike and Hassan show, but I am curious what happened though. I was going to say this earlier, but I forgot it. When you was talking about the beef you had with your girl and the, some dude was beefing at Walmart. Fellas, fellas, you don't ever need to fight or argue with a woman. Just walk away. I saw this video. It was, some, it was, like, it was like some Trump supporter dude arguing with like a woman. And then the dude was threatening the woman, like da-da-da. Like, oh, let's go and this and that. And I'm thinking, bro, you really threatening a woman right now. And it just looks so weak. It looks so pathetic. You don't beef you don't beef with women, fellas. They might they might say some shit. They might talk some actually if they're oh, talking no, they, shit. They you, will. They will say some shit. They they will say some shit. Just walk and, away. It'll be personal too. No yeah that, that I'm not gonna lie the lady once they start going that lady was like clowning that dude and that's when he really got mad because he was bald and she called him bald and he I you might have, I think for those who stay up to date with like viral videos, you know what I'm talking about. Some bald dude got called bald and he almost snapped. Speaking of beef, this is really random. Did you know Wendy's dropped an album? Yeah. A few years ago, right? Yeah, what's the beef? Yeah. I randomly just thought about that. They was dissing McDonald's and Burger King. That's a good beef because they sell beef. <laughs> uh you got to love a corny during every now and again. I want to say, Mike, you ever been in a fight? Been in a couple fights. Did you win? Um, I've lost one fight, but I won all the other fights. Just like I'll a be, rough... I'll be honest. I'll say, I got, I got an L on my record, too. I was going to say, like, how many... Roughly how many wins and how many losses? Just roughly. Uh, I got, like, three wins and, like, a loss. So I'm three and one. Okay. I for sure I'm probably got the same numbers like either like three and one or four and one. I don't know. And the funny thing is like there were never beefs, but like it was funny, like dudes used to think they could pick on me. But the funny thing is there were always kids who were smaller than me. I'm not gonna lie, growing up I was a quiet kid, so they probably thought, Oh, I'm gonna fuck with the quiet nigga, build a name for myself. And usually I punch him one time. One time I need I need a kid in the gut. He went he went down, uh, bro. Like it was, he was fucking with me. So you need him in the gut. You bro, remember I'll what say, you were saying? No, nah, I don't. Damn. But I was taking karate class at the time, bro. I was feeling myself. I was like, ah, I key out that nigga in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll I'll, sh- I'll share the story. The one L I took, um, like. I was, uh, you know, you have different, like, friends and groups and whatever. I remember in second, no, first grade, I was hanging out with this group. And there was, like, you know, there was, like, of course, most groups got a leader. There's this one leader of the group. He was a kid who got held back, like, once or twice. I remember his name was Victor. So he was already, like, bigger than everybody. And, yeah, he was, like, the, the bad boy in the class. But, you know, I was in his crew. But he still was always trying to fuck with me because, he, you know, he, was, he fucked with everybody. And I, I remember one day I had enough of it and we started fighting and I fought a good fight, but I remember when I got whooped. I, remember I got a, I think I got a black eye from that, a busted lip. Because like he was a big dude, so it wasn't like, you know, we weren't slapping. Like we was really like throwing, throwing blows at each other. I got him a couple times, but I'm not going to lie, bro. He beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, really brave of you to say that on the airway. Hey, bro, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take that you L. You gonna take bro. your L? You gonna hold it that way, hey, bro? I respect I, that. It takes a man to 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 take an L like that. 
Hey, remember what we were talking about, prisoner? You just gotta fight. Facts. You just gotta. You just don't be scared to fight. Other than that, bro, all my other fights I won were off like stupid shit. Like kids just like trying to like fuck with me, punch them one time, they go down crying. That was the worst part about elementary school fights. The kids will fuck with you. You beat they ass. The first thing they do is run to the teacher. You was fucking with me. Yeah, they crying like Mason Rudolph and and, and uh, what's his name? And Garrett had they beef. You know, oh, niggas that, was, that, niggas, oh, that was a good beef. Niggas, niggas was started and then be nope. mad when a nigga react and they start whooping their ass. For those who don't know, it was, I think, last year, Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cleveland Brown football game. I guess one of the quarterbacks was chirping with one of the D linemen. D linemen, like, sacked him. They were still chirping, like, mid the tackle as he's trying to get up. And then the, the lineman took the dude's helmet and smacked the other guy with his own helmet. That sounds like a cartoon or something. That don't even sound real, but that really happened. That's disrespectful. You got smacked with your own your helmet. Your own helmet on national television. Because it was like a, I think it was like a Monday night game too or something. So like everyone saw it. So I think shortly after that, they benched Rudolph. Yeah, they was like, man, we can't have this nigga be our quarterback. He a bitch. I say our quarterback got his, his ass whooped on TV. <sighs> The lineman did ride for him. Like, though. All right, let's let's wheel Ben, let's wheel Big Ben out. The the lineman did ride for him, but no, like real talk, like when I did, I did punch, I did have to punch a few kids, and bro, like, as soon as I do, I did that, they be running to the teacher. Yeah, his son hit me. Yeah, I'm like, bro, you started all the shit. Facts. I remember this one time, and this is the stupidest beef ever. Are uh, you know, like you know elementary school, you don't have lockers. You got a cubby, right? It's just a hole. You just put your backpack in it, whatever, right? I go to my cubby one day and there's ants there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because like everyone else's cubby, there ain't no ants, right? And there's one kid come up laughing like, ha ha, I put ants in your cubby. Like he confessed to putting Damn. ants in my cubby. No hesitation through one I don't, I guess a hook, a haymaker, I don't know. I hit the kid on the side of his temple. His head bounced against the cubby thing, and he hit the floor out cold. That's crazy. Bro, instantly, as soon as he hit the ground, I just walked straight to the teacher's office, bro. Like, like it was, I, don't even, I just, I wasn't even like uh class. It was like the little daycare that the elementary, the elementary school has. So I just walked straight to the main office like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm in trouble. No hesitation, bro. Knocked him out cold. He never came back. That was his. That was his last day there. Dang. So you're, I don't know, like, bully. Hey, bro. I'm for the viewers. I'm not a bully, but I was big for my age. I'm just leave it at that. And hey, man, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. I think the most like disrespectful thing I ever did to a kid in school was I stomped a kid out. Damn. <laughs> I stopped it. I gave him like two stops. I gave him like two what? stops. <laughs> Why? I gave uh, it was like the dumbest thing. I just remember we were on the soccer field and he said something and there was always like a joke that I would say that I would roast him. And like I knew that I knew that it got under his skin. So I started having so I started having all the kids. <laughs> start chanting i forgot what it was but they like started chanting it or whatever but you were bullied and then <laughs> and then he rushed me or whatever and mind you it's like muddy and everything this kid rushes me now we just start scrapping and i get him with a good one i get him with a real good one and then he's just laying on the floor and i was just like man fuck this nigga one two <laughs> and then i was gone fuck and um, yeah, I remember. I remember like both of our parents had to come like right away. And then um, yeah, I was in detention for like two weeks after that. And if you guys know anything about Marshall detention, it was in a basement, and it was cold, and it was dark, and they didn't let you go to lunch with the rest of the kids. Smelled in there. It stunk. So yeah, it was hey. a rough two weeks, but it was hey. worth it. Hey, I'm gonna lie, bro. 
in school suspension is the worst. Like send me home. Like regular suspension to me, that ain't a punishment. Oh, I get a day off from school. Fuck yeah. That's why they started doing that in school. The night in school is tough. Oh, that in school suspension. I wasn't doing none of the homework. And everybody down there was uh, like, you knew these was badass kids because everyone was provoking the person, the 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 teacher that was there for in school suspension. Bro, I remember it used to be the same niggas on the in school suspension all the time. And it was like, oh, it, it was that was like a mini prison. Niggas was like, oh, so what you in for? <laughs> like, what you do? Fuck. Oh yeah, you know, I just stomped on a kid. Oh, you a real nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Instant respect. Shit, bro. I I remember. I think I I don't know if I got regular suspension or in school, but. I can't remember, but I remember I got suspended at least once because I, I did have to fight another kid at Marshall. I think I only got in one fight at Marshall. Yeah. Some, again, some kid was fuck with me. It was some. It was it was honestly the most kiddish fight ever. The kid was fuck with me. I punched this kid on the shoulder. He he folded, like he kind of like balled up, was like leaning on against the wall, like yeah, don't hit me. You know, like I punched him like three more times in the shoulder, not even like the gut or the face. Got suspended for that shit. Damn. Some like little ass kid fight. See, were you were you bigger than this kid too? Yep. See, bro. That's why you keep getting suspended. Cause you <laughs> Bro, I always look like the bad guy, bro. <laughs> exactly. You are your biggest up. I was the big ass black kid just beating up little kids. <laughs> but they all started it. Damn. Like you were the victim. Bro, victim blaming. Hey, this wasn't my beef. But I said I thought I have a funny one from high school. It was I wasn't I wasn't in the beef. It was these two dudes from high school. I'll say, I'll say their names because their names are nicknames. I don't even know their real names. But if you went to cathedral, you know these clowns. It was it was Scooter and Peanut. <laughs> and basically, what happened? I don't know the the full details, but I just know Peanut owed Scooter money. I think Peanut got like a tattoo or some shit. And like, you know, Peanut was kind of like blowing off Scooter. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll pay you when I'm ready, nigga. And Scooter had enough of it. So he like, one day he just snatched Peanut's beats. And was like, hey, bro, I'm going to hold on to these until you pay me. And then he kind of walked away. Peanut came up behind him and basically like started firing on Scooter from the back of his head. Snatched his beats and kind of like, I, I I guess ran away or kind of like, just kind of dip. They were homies up to this point, by the way. So kind of sucker punches homie. You know that wasn't going to fly. So then the next day, and we all on the football team, by the way. So we got to deal with each other. So I remember the next day. I don't know who organizes, but the whole football team showed up to school early, talked to them. One of the coaches who let us in the locker room early because he knew we had some shit to handle. So I guess someone told the coach or one of the assistant coaches because we had a real nigga on the, as one on the coaching staff. Let's get in the locker room and just lock the, them in there. It was like them. It was like 15 other dudes from the, from the football team. And they were like, all right, y'all got to fight. Y'all got to handle that. I think it was like Scooter was like, no, nah, bro, you ain't going to sucker punch me. Huh? Meet me in the locker room. We're going we gonna to handle this shit, right? So they get to fighting. So Scooter is our middle linebacker, one of one of our linebackers. Pina's like a DB slash receiver. So there's a you know one dude stocky, one skinny. I'm I'm gonna give Pina his credit. He fought a fair one for the for the most part, but then after a while, Scooter just started connecting on him like to the face, and I'll never forget this, bro. Because like this is like, again, we in high school, so everything's new to us. So like. Scooter, this nigga Scooter did a Superman punch. He jumped in the air and punched, <laughs> punched Peanut in the face. And like, I just like, bro, it was just like some, it was some shit out of a movie, bro. Like, because Scooter was not a big dude, not tall. So when he jumped, it looked like he was in the air for like forever in slow motion and just hit him in the face with it. Uh-huh. Bro, I had I had the next class with Peanut. It was like morning algebra. He just in the class, all bruised up in the face. He's trying to like hide his. He's trying. To, 
<laughs> He's trying to hide his face from the teacher. <laughs> teacher could like, and the funny because I went to all boys school, bro. So like, it was, it was if, if you're anyone who's been to all boys school, the the teachers kind of treat you differently because there ain't girls around. So normally, if you see a kid beat up in the class, you should pull him out of class and, you know, make sure he's good. There's procedures and shit. The, I remember the algebra teacher was the fucking soccer coach. He kind of looked at Peanut. was like, you good? Peanut kind of half whimpering. Yeah, I might. He's like, all right, okay, cool. And just went back to teaching the class. Clearly, Peanut just got his ass whooped. I was like, all right, cool. Moving on. I mean, you can't unwhip his ass, so you just got to keep pushing. <laughs> Kept it pushing, bro. That's funny. Uh, speaking of funny beef, I don't know if you were at Marshall. You know, I think this might have been high school, so you, you, you were probably gone by now. But uh, <laughs> you might have <laughs> been in the party. It, it started in the Xbox party. Mm. Um, it was... It was two homies, and, and this was on Xbox 360. Um, and it was two homies, and it was like, it had to, it was a thick party that night. It had to have been at least like seven, eight. It's a full party. And these niggas, if you, they, if you, if you can't drop names, you can just say the, uh, the first initial, and I'll probably know. Um, C, C Smith, and, and then the homie Izzy, but um. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Go on. But yeah, uh, yeah. So this, we're deep in this in this Xbox Live party, and you know we talking I think, shit. I might have been there for that. You might have been. You might have been there. We're just cracking. We sitting there talking to uh, talking shit, cracking jokes, the usual. Somebody says a joke that goes too far. The next I person probably. says a joke that goes too far. And you know, before you know it, niggas is like, "What's up? Like, dude, like, why you disrespecting me like this? Like, do you got a problem with me?" So niggas really start pressing the issue in the Xbox party. And you know, I'm just here. I'm trying to play MW too. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to prestige, get my golden gun. You know what I'm saying? These niggas are going at it. So it escalates to the point where niggas are like, "Bro, see me tomorrow during lunch." And then and then it's like, all right, bet, bro, whatever. You a bitch, we'll do what you will. <laughs> Leaves the party. Next day we go to school. And and <laughs> we start talking about it. Eventually, people find out that this fight is about to happen. And we all start gathering up at lunchtime around uh around the library area or whatever. <laughs> and these niggas actually show up to fight each other over an Xbox Live party. And then the homie, the homie gives them a one-two. They're both pretty big dudes, by the way. I, I think I just had to get I, this I, out the way. These, I know are like, these kids are like 6'4 and like 6'2 in, in like ninth grade. Like these are big dudes. Not skinny dudes either. And I'm not saying they like yoke, but they weren't skinny. Yeah, they, they're not skinny dudes at all. So uh, one of the homies gives them one punch straight to the forehead, bro. <laughs> Sat that nigga down. And that, was, and that was the end of the fight. <laughs> Damn. It was so bad that the homie's head started swelling up. And then the security guard was like, <laughs> I forgot what he said exactly. But loosely quoted, he's basically saying like, Damn, you got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. That shit was funny, man. Man, Mike, well... I think I think it's time to, to wrap this one up. Uh, real quick, viewers, if you got beef, if you can avoid beef, avoid it. But if you got to handle your business, remember, you got to fight. But fight smartly. Anyways, um, let's leave Was the people. Is that your message of the day? I guess that might be, I would say that might be the message of the day. Like, try not to fight. But if you got to fight, fight smartly. And whatever way you can get, and whatever is smart and creative to you. If you take an L, you take an L. Pick your battles. Pick your Pick battles. Battle. Mike, your words for the people? Um, I'm going to keep mine simple. I'm going to just tell the people, keep your head up. Um, you know, be still in this pandemic. 
Keep your head up. Simple. Especially, especially if you got beef. Don't show up to the fight with your head down. You already lost. All right, viewers. Appreciate y'all tuning in. That's the Mike and Hassan show. We out.